Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Matt. I'm Dory. And uh, we're coming to you. Now pregnant. Season two, episode five, six. What is this? No idea. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Support our sponsors. Bye. Wow, that was quick. Someday we'll do a 20 second podcast. (laughs) Uh, Lots happening down here in, 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 uh, egg town. 20 weeks. It'll be 21 weeks on Monday, Tuesday, Monday. Well, here we go. Honey update everyone. They're all waiting on pins, needles, and et cetera's. Um, we had our 20 week scan on Thursday Mm -hmm. and everything. Thing. Well, I'll back up. What? You really see everything 
on that scan. What do you mean? Like she goes through every part of that little fetus's body. Every part that they can see, sure, yeah. But like they can see every part. Mm-hmm. We saw the spine. We saw the brain. We saw the heart. We saw yeah. the kidneys. We saw the femurs. We saw... Honey, you're just, nam- just naming body parts. The stomach. I think you're good. We saw the lips. Yep. We saw all those things. Mm-hmm. We saw the pee-pee, as she puts it. Yep. Um, and everything was normal. What do you think she calls a vagina? Vajayjay? Maybe. Yeah, everything looked good. Uh, everything measured correctly. Right number of toes and kidneys and hearts. Um, doesn't have a club foot. Doesn't have a cleft palate. Not yet. I think we would know if he was going to have one. All right. Well, uh, sorry, everybody. I inhaled a lot of concrete earlier. so Because he's for some reason, didn't wear a mask. Did not wear a respirator when I should have. Totally should have probably just gave himself some sort of disease i I bet i have like whatever thing i have to call jim sokoloff and attorneys for (laughs) totally um yeah Yeah. and then also like everything with me was fine too like the placenta is in the right place my cervix was measuring the right size my amniotic fluid was at the right level it's just weird after like so long of shit going wrong to be like oh, everything's fine uh yeah so long of stuff going wrong so much constant monitoring so many uh bills we had to pay out of pocket uh, it's a different world this whole pregnancy situation i have not had to pay one bill at that office mm-hmm. and our next ultrasound isn't for 12 weeks yeah so i'm used to an ultrasound like every other day right it's uh yeah we're at the halfway point i don't know what to do now just wait i think this baby i think a small degree of panic is starting to set in for matt um i don't know it's not panic about the baby it's just panic about my life never being the same Mm-hmm. Because of the baby. Right. But this really isn't about the baby. This is about me right now. But it's about the baby. Well, it's about the baby because it cannot be about me anymore. Mm. Yep. So. How are you going to deal with that? Probably in a lot of unhealthy ways in the next four months, five months, 4.5 months. Great. I'm just, I'm talking super late nights of playstations some late night guitars i'm talking you know how long so it's 20 more weeks knock on wood it's 20 more weeks um i'm gonna try to get to vegas four times in the next 20 weeks no i'm gonna try to why are you saying no like that I don't want you to go to Vegas four times in the next 20 weeks. I want to get it out of my system. Okay, you've got Wait, I'm very confused system. as to what that is all about. Why Why are you saying no to me? Because you're just like abandoning me. <laughs> I think it's time you... Uh, well, first of all, you're going to come with me 
probably have those five times I plan on going. <laughs> two and a half. Did I say four and then I changed it yes. to five? Four times, two times, half the times I'll be with you. It's just like... And then the other half the times... I don't want to go to Vegas four times. No one's asking you to go four times. I'm simply asking you, also, like, look, you go to South by Southwest, where am I going? Well, you were supposed to come with me. Well, it's Austin, Texas. That's very far. Uh-huh. And then uh, I realized recently that um, the week after that, your, your sister's going to be here. Yep. So, done. Boom. Check mark, Matt. What is it with you in Vegas? Uh, this is a discussion I've had many times with my therapist and myself and I suppose with other people. I don't know exactly what it is, but it is, I think it's part of my, uh, my, uh, personality. I don't know. I like it because it's like, Never shuts down. It's always open. It's fun. I mean, part of what I enjoy about it is the time I get to spend with people. You Who know. are not your wife, but go on. I also enjoy spending time with my wife there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I just like it. The good, the, you know, the food's good when I eat. I also don't eat that much there. It's a nice little weight loss trip. <laughs> Sounds really depressing. Oh, I like it, though. It's not depressing to me. It's just a thing I find a lot of joy in. Much like, you know, some things you do I find depressing. Like what? Getting massages and... You find getting massages depressing? I don't want to be touched. That's weird. Yeah, I know. It's weird for you, but not for me. So, Mm. it's you know, different people can be different. But then when we have the baby, there's no more Vegas. So... I don't believe you. Look, I'd much rather leave you alone when the baby is housed inside of you, then try to go when the baby is outside of you. But that's not even like an option. It's not a comparison. What do you mean it's not an option? Like when the baby is outside of me, you are not going to go to Vegas. This is an interesting discussion. Uh, So I'm never going again. I didn't say never going again. I think you just did. But certainly not like in the first six months, you're not leaving me with the baby. Of course not. I bet you'll leave me with the baby a lot more than I'll leave you with the baby. When will I leave you with the baby? You know, when you have to go build your empire of podcasts. <sighs> Look, all I'm asking is that you become independently wealthy and allow me to be a stay-at-home dad. Done. I guess I also just don't like the whole feeling of you going to Vegas and potentially losing a lot of money. It feels very irresponsible to me. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you about what you don't like about it. I don't know. I'm like, I'm always available. I'm always in constant contact with you when you're there. Well, I mean, when my phone is on, not on silent. Mm-hmm. Problem with my phone is that every night it goes at 9 p.m. It switches to do not do not disturb. Mm-hmm. So, so, and I forget to turn it off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'm, this is part of what I'm worried about everybody listening to this podcast is just this conversation you're hearing right now. Because, oh my God, you might not be able to do exactly what you want all of the time. Which is why I'm asking that I'm allowed to go before this baby comes. What about what I want to do? What do you want to do? I would like to go away for a weekend by myself. 
I absolutely think you should. Because when you do that, I will go to Vegas. <laughs> this is like the part I don't understand. We both get what we want. What is the matter? <laughs> You're looking... Uh, guys, we're going to have this discussion on this podcast because we don't know how to be pregnant or have babies because we're both Navi. Like from Avatar? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. yep. <laughs> the Navi River Cruise. <laughs> um, Gift of the Navi. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting thing. I, I just feel like Vegas to I'm you looking, represents like freedom and, you know, uh, Matt can do whatever he wants. Matt doesn't have to listen to anyone. That's not true. It's not at all what I think. I don't do any. If anyone listening is thinking I go off the rails and like end up, I don't know. My Vegas is very different from other people's Vegas. I mean, I'm fortunate, I think, to have found friends that share my feeling on Vegas. <laughs> yeah, enablers. Well, look, we went, we but, but we talk about it and we know what's happening. So? We develop plans to mitigate said problems in the future. Gambling rules. I can't spend any more than 25 minutes on one slot machine. Gambling, I must move. Gambling rules are what addicted gamblers have that is like a sign of an addicted gambler i'm an, I have an have, addictive personality no one's questioning rules. the problem that i'm no one's saying i'm not so it's just like i don't love that you are putting yourself in this situation where you're setting yourself up for being like out of control i'm not i'm never out of control though but you've lost substantial amounts of money there I've won substantial amounts of money there. Mm-hmm. I probably have had pretty much a wash, but I don't. I never go expecting to win money. That's the thing, and I never go like somehow spending more than I go with. It's not like a thing. We also have the rule of that here. Now I've like tried to adjust to you, but you keep making new rules, so I, I just don't know. Like, figure out your actual set of rules and let me know and I'll follow them. It's just weird to me that I have to make up a set of rules. Well, for you to be okay with it, you do. It's not for me. I just wish you... I don't need the rules. Yeah, you don't want But I'm happy rules. to follow your rules. But I feel like whenever I make these so-called rules in quotes, you find some way to get around them. You I always a find loophole. a loophole. I love, he and loves so a loophole. That is just really, that's like very discouraging to me. Why would like, and it just puts, you know what it is? It puts me in a position where I feel like I can't trust you. That's what it is. What does? Me making, going to Las make, Vegas? No, just in general. Give making, me a rule I went around. Go. All of your guitar rules get like somehow bent. She, hi, everybody. I just dropped off four to be sold this weekend and now she's bringing it up again. I'm very confused by all of this. I try to do what she wants to do and it's never good enough, but... I'm going to keep trying and I will one day get there and it's fine with me. You can change all the rules you want to. And I guess what? I'm going to keep coming back. It feels like you're secretive about guitars and about gambling. (laughs) Honey, they're here. No, I know. But like, you'll be like, Oh, I'm, I'm selling three guitars and I'm like, great. And it's like, well, because I bought two. Yeah. So your rule of one in one out, not only, but you am I ex- not only am I exceeding the rule, it's now not, not good enough. 
So I, I no, I just wish you would tell me instead of I do, of, and now we have another rule yes, in place we do that have we have just rule. established that I am happy to follow. Okay, great. This is the part that is hard about being married to Dory Shafrir, everybody. Uh, you know, we have this kid coming, so it's it's going to get stressful, and I understand that because life is going to change, and I'm accepting of that, and I understand that. Um, you know, it's not about me anymore after that. I I have to do what I have to do. The kid needs the kid. You know. That's number one priority, child. Number two priority, child's mother. Number three priority, Bo. Four, probably me. Maybe five. What I don't know. What does that have to do four. with it being hard to be married to me? Well, it's also, just the way you rude. always. Well, you change rules a lot. You do. You. I have to change <laughs> rules because uh, I get, I say a rule that seems incredibly clear to me, and then you go around it. So it's like I can't have a rule unless but it's there's like, like I'm never, 50 sub am I, rules. Am I ever like so upset about the rules? Like I just don't like when you change them. Like I'm happy to follow them. You know, we had a rule, everybody, that when we spent, uh, when we were going to spend five hundred dollars or above, we would have to tell the other person. And it's sort of just like by no, I didn't. It wasn't deliberate on either of our parts, but it just sort of fell away. Well. I don't spend more than $500 on things. It's okay. If you're going to, it's fine. I don't, you don't have to tell me anything. And I will happily, she brought this up last, uh, last week. She said, remember that rule we had? And I said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll tell you when I buy something. Over She's like, no, no, you gotta tell me before. I'm like, okay. So that's the rule, which, by the way, has twice saved me from purchases over that amount of money already. So it's a great rule. I don't mind the rule. Okay. Um, but I'm, and I'm happy to follow it. But I just don't. You know what? You know what I think it is. Just I, like, like big picture. It. Yeah, let's hear it. It feels like we're not on the same page of about what about money and our financial goals. Yeah, you have goals. I do not. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. My goal is to just keep working until I'm dead. And to spend every penny you make. I don't spend every penny I make. I can show you the bank account right now. There's, there's, <laughs> like, I don't understand. There's so much money that I don't touch because of my lovely wife, whom I try to please, and I never can do a good enough job. That is not true. Honey, you, I, honest to God, you say all the time, blah, blah, blah. When I say to you we don't have money, I don't really mean we don't have money. But we're still in debt. F- for what? And what? What are we in debt with? We have $16,000 on a zero interest tra- credit card from IVF. I thought you paid. I did not pay everything well, off. Get it, get it going. Okay. Like, do it next month. All right. Don't pay the whole thing because we have to go to the accountant. Mm-hmm. That's coming. Well, most of that money is sitting there for taxes. Right. See, Long we don't story. actually have that money. <laughs> it's for taxes. Oh, okay. So you'd rather... I just don't... I don't know. I don't know how to solve this problem. Um, but I'm going to try to solve the problem because I'm an active participant in this marriage. So it's not like a... I don't know. I don't really have problems with anything you make me do or tell me to do. I just, you know what? I just don't like that I'm always in the position to have to make because rules. Because you have the problems. 
I don't have a problem with you doing anything except for starting every sentence with me of a can you. Yes, because you put me in that position. I, uh, well, that's not entirely true. It's not entirely not true. Oh, okay. Did you put the tools away? No, I didn't put the tools away. Why did you not put the tools away? Because I did. Okay. You took them out. Uh-huh. pulled them all over the floor uh-huh. and then I put them away because I knew that if I did, if I didn't do that who took the trash in out in four minutes I did. it would be can you I forgot I was going to work at 6.30 in the morning okay but it's like you don't do everything and I don't do everything no 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 and no one's saying either of us has to do everything all we're saying here is you have a lot of problems with how I behave and the way I live <laughs> That is a I, gross exaggeration. I mean, look, they're listening right now. They can tell us if it is or isn't. I feel like you are gaslighting me. In oh, uh, how? Like what am I saying that is incorrect? It's not that it's you just you just like avoid you you don't you don't sit and wonder like why I might start sentences with can you or why I might have these rules or like why I do any of this stuff. And it's like it's just very frustrating to me that none of this comes to you naturally. I think you know where I came from. I know. And I think I'm okay, you know, comparatively. I, you know, and I'm there. I look, I go to therapy. I started therapy because you wanted me to. Yeah, and it's helped. Okay. Again, I'm doing what you need me to do when you ask me to do it. So, I don't know. I don't know. There, there, <laughs> there's no, I don't, I don't want to say there is no pleasing you because I know that's not true. But I, when I get there, I'd like to know. I feel like I tell you, like, I tell you that. Tell me what? Like, when you've gotten there, whatever it is, I'm like, thank you for doing it. Like, I don't feel like I'm... I'm happy to do things and for you to say thank you for doing them. But, but I think you're just like, you're, you're having like, um, I mean, general problems with my... I mean, the core of my being, other than to please people and to do things for them is my love of guitars and my enjoyment of Las Vegas. Like those are honestly like besides Bo and you and that, that little butterball in your belly. It's like, those are the two things I like. I mean, I like music too. Obviously I like, that's why I have so many headphones. Um, but, uh, you know, I try. I wish I was into, like, um, I don't know, uh, stamps. <laughs> stamps are expensive. I know, but if I feel like if they were in a couple of binders, you wouldn't be so annoyed. But, you know, the guitars, guitars are big. I get it. And I get it, too. It's not like I'm not putting up a huge fight about them. So, I mean, look, and when I dropped off the guitars at Westwood Music on Saturday, I said, don't um, let me know. Uh, Also, there's more coming because 
I have a baby coming. Like, I, I, you know, everyone knows. Everyone I deal with knows. So I'm trying to get rid of as many guitars as I can. Uh, you know, in, in a short amount of time. And I don't, I don't know what else to do. And I'm saying that, you know, in the next four and a half months, I'd like to go to Vegas four times. Do I think that's really realistic? Eh, probably not. It's just a goal of my own, of things I w a thing I would enjoy doing. I'm already going once with you, and then I have a planned theoretical trip with the writers after we get out of work. So that's two. So it's like I can't, like, you, you just get so mad at me for trying to, go besides that and it's weird to me i mean i get that you think it's weird that I someone would weird. want to yes, go exactly. more than those two yes. times but it's you know it's a place it's it's my uh it's my um west coast cape cod it's a you know i like it that much i know that sounds weird to you and you don't understand it but whatever it's fine you don't have to understand it I mean, the fact that you'll go once with me is fine. It's like, where do you want to go? Go. No one's asking you not to go anywhere. Okay. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I get beyond, like... um the rules that are currently in place for me and my life, uh, just let me know. You figure out another one, you, you let me know, and we'll talk about it. And until then, I guess it's I'll just, do the best I can. I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that I need to come up with rules. Like it's For you to be satisfied to with me, you do. Because you need to change me into something that you can tolerate and I'm happy to adjust. I'm not trying to change you. Okay, you're trying to change what? You just have some behaviors that I feel like run counter to our mutual happiness and goals. Yeah, and I think the goal is to make you as happy as possible. Because, you know, again, I'm number five on the list here. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I had a nice run. <laughs> I enjoyed myself, you know? Okay. I'm just like, is it crazy? I'm asking for this. <laughs> she gets mad about these theoretical trips I'd like to take. But if you know that that's going to set me off, why I don't do you even know that it's it? going to set you off. I didn't think it would because I thought that, like, you're, you, you would say something to the. Here's how I misjudged you. I thought you would say something to the effect of, okay, well, don't get it, get it out now because, you know, March 20th, you're not going to be able to go anywhere. And I'm like, that's, that's my, in my brain, that's what Dory said. Mm. But I didn't realize that it was beyond that. Mm. On the bright side, you know, you got a Christmas tree you're happy with. Yep. You really wanted a Christmas tree this year. I wasn't feeling it, but mm -hmm. you know what we did? We got a Christmas tree. Why? Because I wanted one. I want you to be happy. This is for you. Everything, this couch is for you.
Oh my God, the couch. This is the bane of my existence. You all know about this couch. I've, it's a very big couch. I've, Dory really wanted it. I've said get rid of it 50 times. I don't know how to get rid of it. Okay, so I don't think we need to talk about it anymore. No, no, we don't. But it's just, it's it, we bring it up a lot because it literally is right it's next to us when we do the podcast. Mm. Anyway, look, I just, uh, I, I don't know, I try. You know, I had I left I left work to go do the appointment with you. Yes, and, like, and I appreciate I, and I, it. And I try whatever appointment you need me to get to. I always try to be there. You know, it's difficult to do. I think as you saw what I was leaving. So, you know, I again I always try my best. Sometimes it. Uh, it's an A for effort, but that grade counts for nothing. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a B for effort sometimes. This is the this is season two of Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. We're gonna hash some stuff out. We have a baby coming, and we're both terrified. Well, I am. I don't know what I am. I, I are you worried about? What are you worried about? I'm I already worried. don't I already don't sleep, so I don't mind. I'm mostly worried about Bo. I understand. We're trying. I'm worried about Bo. I'm worried about like getting the nursery ready and combining our offices. Like I don't I'm see not. How that I is think happening. honestly it's like it's gonna be a situation. I'm excited about Christmas too. I don't know if you guys know what I've have planned for Christmas, but uh it was really one of these things I was like, you know what I think Dory would really like. And I expressed my deep gratitude and mm -hmm. appreciation for Interesting. it. Interesting. Matt's not sounding so bad, listeners, is he? Oh, boy. Here we go. Everyone. <laughs> I just don't know when it's going to be good enough, everyone. Um, so I want everyone to think about when uh, it's going to be good enough. And uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And we're going to continue with Dory's discussion about Bo. BRB. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. 
Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, well, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. All right. So we're back. Dory was talking about Bo. She's worried about Bo. Yeah. A lot of us talking and yapping today, really working things out. Yeah. Well, you know, we never see each other, so. We did, we did not. This was a week of us really not seeing each other that much. Well, they did come to work one day. I did, but it's not like we hung out. No, I was busy. You were working, mm-hmm. as you should have been. Mm-hmm. I was watching. Yep, Dory. Dory went and watched uh, some 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 fun on the Goldbergs uh, set. You know, it was fun. I'm trying to remember what what, what the scene was. It was oh, it was it was yeah. it was uh, when she's carrying the thing. Jeff and uh, wait, what was she carrying? Yeah, remember the, the 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 framed matches. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Valentine's Day, guys. Look, uh, look out! It's going to be a great episode. Matt wrote it. Uh yes, with the help of many. Well, we you, all write everything. Your name's on the script. Yeah, so. I did that first bulk work. Um. Yeah. So, Bo, the doula came over again today, and he was great with her. A plus plus. A plus. She really likes him. He seems to like her. He definitely trusts her. He seems calm around her. He does. He seems calm around her. He seems to enjoy the cheese. Yep. She brings cheese with her. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I had, uh, I had them take, I had them get rid of the cheese they had. Yep. To see what he would do. And he yep. was fine. By the way, she still had cheese. She was hoarding. Really? At the end, remember when she threw him a slice oh, of cheese? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, some cheese oh, this, in is, reserve. this is why I think Bo was a little bit not as, uh, Responsive? I think he could have been a much uh, better bow had you had they had you both truly given me all the cheese. Well, I gave you all my cheese. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Bo was great with her. Then we were putting up the Christmas tree, so we put Bo in his elf pajamas because those are the traditional pajamas that he wears when we're decorating the Christmas tree. Starting now. Starting now. Um. And like everything was fine. And then all of a sudden I hear Bo barking like mad and he runs out the back door and I'm like, oh shit, what's Where going on? Where were you when that was happening? I think I was sitting at the dining room table. 
Oh. Okay. And so I think we've mentioned before that we have like a shared parking area in our backyard. Um, and usually no one comes in on Sundays. And also we had the gate closed, et cetera, whatever. We weren't expecting anyone. Gate was closed. It's, uh, since the rain, the gate has been not really uh, functioning properly anyway. So you'd have to push it real hard to get it to open. Uh, but this morning I went out and I took the grinder and a diamond blade and just sat there with an angle grinder taken down Without a layers mask on. and layers of concrete to make this thing work. Yep, which he did, which was great. Done. It's smooth now. Yep. It doesn't bump at all. Anyway, a guy who owns a business that's like kind of in back of us had driven in with his son. And I think Bo kind of knows that guy. Like, he wasn't phased by the guy. He was phased by the son. Well, the son was, in fairness, closer to our house. Yes, and also the son was freaking out. Son was probably a teenager. Yeah, probably 13, 14. Yeah. Um, And he was like losing his mind, which, you know, agitated Bo more. And so I like run out and I was like, I yelled at the kid, like, just calm down. Like, don't move. He kept like, kept like running. I don't, it's just like, I felt bad because clearly he hasn't been around dogs that much. It's not his fault that Bo is like barking like a maniac at him. And of course, Bo, these, these, the, the business owners are, um, Orthodox, Orthodox Jews. Jews, and this is again. Sadly, we had him in his elf <laughs> costume and not in his fucking Hanukkah sweater. I know. So he could have been in his Hanukkah pajamas, but he was in his elf costume, pajamas. So I run out there. I I'm like, I tell Bo to stop, and I get him by the collar, and I'm like dragging him out. He didn't touch the kid. He just was like barking aggressively. Yeah. And look, we have it on video. If you were if you were scared of dogs, I could see how that would be really scary. Oh, it'd be terrifying. But it was a terrifying dog when he, even in an elf costume. Yep. <laughs> um. So that so just Dory like, dragged him in, dragged and him I in. Uh, talked to the father real quick. Told him to, uh, you know, if the gates ever closed like that, just to honk twice, and I'm I'm gonna get everything ready and open it up for him. He doesn't have to get out of the car. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time this has happened. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. You got out once before and attacked uh, some other Orthodox people. Oh, not this guy, though. I don't believe it was and this guy. And it definitely guy. wasn't him with his son. Yeah, because this guy had a hat on. There's another guy that doesn't wear the hat. The yarmulke? No, didn't the guy have one of the... He didn't have a big like hat. Like a dress on. hat? No. Oh, I thought he did. No. Oh, man. See, this is why eyewitness testimony <laughs> should not be admissible in a court of law. Yeah. It's unreliable. Anyway, so that kind of put a damper on things. Yes. Really brought the whole afternoon down. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, other than that, look, uh, we're just going to try to uh, please, uh, please Dory, and then I think we're all going to be okay. If we can just get over that hump. <sighs> I wish you all could see the look I'm giving Matt right now. Well, I, I wish they could see my look of utter concern. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, if I have not presented any facts correctly, you're welcome to correct them. So, 
Just wait for her to do that. You're such a youngest child. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 That's a, that's a fact. I accept that fact. You are. <laughs> I'm a youngest child, yeah. Uh, Is Karen similar? Didn't think so. No. Yeah, that's right. She's the youngest. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean when you say you're such a youngest I don't child? think Karen is a stereotypical youngest child. Okay. What, uh, what, is, what does that mean to you, though, to be a youngest child? Someone who is the oldest child, who I does think, not have a stereotypical youngest sibling. I Expert on youngest children. Go ahead. That you, <laughs> you like when other people make rules for you. Uh, yeah, it's sort of kind of the thing of like, I don't know what I'm doing. Any advice is appreciated. You tell me something to do, I can do it. Except with food. Very strange. Continue. I, I don't know. I feel like we should get to the emails. Well, look, they might come for the emails, but they stay for this discussion. Oh, can't wait for the emails next week. Hopefully some rules come. Uh, all right, let's do it then. Uh, but in the meantime, leave your Apple Podcast reviews. Very late in the show to be saying this. Our Facebook group is available to all who uh, would like to join it. It is a private group. Uh, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. And of course, our website is excellentadventure.com. And if you feel like supporting the show and my gambling habit, it's patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Just kidding. Patreon funds do not go to supporting my gambling habit. Uh, and our Twitter is at excellent pod. Don't forget to email us, Dory Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail. Our phone number is 413 461 baby. And our first email comes from Amelia. Dear Matt and Dory, I found your podcast through Cup of Joe and thought the interview was so entertaining and honest that I checked out your podcast and it has made my time doing laundry a lot less boring ever since. So thank you. If we're making one person's laundry go faster, it's worth We've it. done our jobs. I wanted to write about the 20-week scan, excuse me, and more generally about pregnancy milestones. The first time I got pregnant, I was thrilled. Then I miscarried and was devastated, and then I got pregnant again. I was nervous throughout that entire pregnancy that I would lose the baby. I had so many milestones I was checking off. When you see the heartbeat, when you do the 20-week scan, if you make it to 24 weeks, then the fetus has a 50% chance or so of surviving out of the womb, etc. And after, what's that look for? They didn't didn't know that statistic. Yeah, I actually Googled it because I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then I, I also looked up the youngest and smallest premature babies that have ever survived jesus whatever why are you down that rabbit hole uh, Amelia well sent not me down why there. i mean yeah, i get it um and after every milestone i did not feel better even in my final weeks i read about placental abruption and infections causing stillbirths and on and on but i tell you this not to be a downer but actually because in the end something unexpectedly good happened during my pregnancy, so many people told me some version of, you think you're worried now, wait until the baby's born, and then the real worry begins. I heard that probably a dozen times. I'm happy to say it was wrong. I was horribly worried right until I heard my son's first cry. All the obsessive worry about his survival went away after that. So if your 20-week scan comes and goes and it doesn't feel quite so milestone as you'd hoped, or you find yourself fixated on getting to some next phase... Please take heart that maybe your experience could be like mine, where you finally hold the baby in your arms, you aren't then attacked by a hundred new worries, but you will finally allow yourself to believe that you get to have this baby, and you are a mom, and it's awesome. Fingers crossed for all three of you, and Bo, of course, Amelia. 
Do you feel any comfort in that? Yeah, I do. Okay, that's good. Um, I but I do also feel like the twenty week scan was a milestone. Uh, in the sense of what? Just like everything is n- normal, the baby is developing the way it should be, and I'm okay too. You know. You're more than okay, honey. You're doing great. Thanks. You put on a pound, yep. which is, I think, normal. Well, I gained a lot in my first trimester. Well, you were uh, stress carving. I was carving because that was the only thing I could eat. Yeah. Well, look, I think you're doing you're doing great. Everyone, uh, you know, I think you are able to go to the gym now. Yep. You know, you, you can Broadway dance in the house. I bought the DVD. Um, and uh, I think uh, I'm delighted by all of uh, your accomplishments throughout this uh, trimester. I guess we're into the we're in the middle of the second at this point. I know that because half of three. <laughs> yep. Um. So. You know, I've been pleased. Uh, feel the baby moving now. You think there are gerbils in the bed? Guinea pigs. That's what it was. Yeah. Guinea pigs. Uh, yeah. So, thank you for your email, Amelia. Yep. Um. All right. This is from Aaron. Hi, Matt and Dory. Congratulations on your pregnancy. A baby is the best parasite you can have. My wife agrees with this joke. I've been listening to this podcast since the beginning. And while my son was conceived naturally, your story has given me a lot of perspective on my parents who struggled with infertility and difficulty conceiving. I am adopted and my younger brother, while not an IVF baby per se, was a medical intervention baby. I was listening to the latest episode and there was a brief discussion about dealing with babies crying. I highly recommend teaching basic American sign language as early as you can. My mother was an ASL interpreter in schools for many years and both my brother and I could sign before we could talk. I've continued this with my own son, Alistair, currently 22 months. Good name. I like that name. And I feel it has helped immensely. It allows your child to communicate with you much more precisely, especially pre-verbal. Simple signs such as milk, water, more, diaper, shoes, please, thank you, etc. can help you quickly understand why your child is upset and help to reduce the length and severity of crying. Learning is generally quick since gestures are much easier to mimic than words. It can also help to accelerate being verbal since they will associate the sign with the word and its meaning. There are plenty of web resources for ASL and for those for those who j- can't just FaceTime grandma and other methods of nonverbal communication or honestly, you can just make up your own signs. As long as you're consistent, the effect on your child's ability to interact and communicate with you will be similar, although maybe less practical for the rest of the world. I know as a parent, unsolicited advice is very annoying, so please forgive me if I'm out of line. Best wishes, Aaron. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of unsolicited advice uh, on this parenting thing, and I find it all to be, quite frankly, contradictory to everyone else's. It's very interesting. Yeah. Who's no giving you unsolicited advice? People at work? Look, I was on set this week, so, you know, a lot of the crew was popping by, telling me what to do. One person told me not to allow anyone who's been on a plane to visit my child unless they've been uh, off the plane for a week. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I think that's the thing. It's like, I'm glad I'm at the age where I can just like take all this unsolicited advice and be like, okay, thanks. And then just like take what I want, not like freak out. Uh, yeah, you take it like a, you pick and choose. You make a grab yeah, bag. exactly. Grab bag of advice. It's from Patrice. Wait, you didn't read Aaron's PS. Oh, he loves uh, STTNC. And uh, he wants me to give my best to Secundo. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Um, did you want to read this one from Patrice? I was going to. Please, go but ahead. But then it's whatever we no, need. No, go for it. Uh, this is from Patrice. Again, I said that. First, thank you so much for the podcast. Felt compelled to write in after a discussion about breastfeeding over the last few episodes. Uh, when I was pregnant with my first, I had every intention of breastfeeding. Uh, lots of uh, prep was done for that. I'm uh, now editorializing. I'll hear a little bit. Cue to after the birth. Son had a great latch. I was a bit of a unicorn baby and that he hardly cried. It was an amazing sleeper from the beginning. Nurse at the hospital mentioned he was losing a bit of weight after about uh, five weeks. Oh, boy. Sorry. I'm messing all of that up by trying to editorialize. I'm not as good at that as uh, Dory is. Uh, within the, but it was within the expected range. They were discharged from the hospital on a Sunday, and by the time they went to the pediatrician appointment on Monday, he'd almost lost 10% of his birth weight. Turns out, I did not produce sufficient milk. Uh... My breasts have insufficient glandular material and underdeveloped ducts. Took almost a month to figure that out. I'd literally been starving my baby and had no idea. Uh, in the seven weeks after I gave him birth, I drank every tea, lactation thing, lots of water, did the power pumping. Uh, wake myself up every two hours to desperate attempt to produce milk. Ultimately, after seven weeks, my pediatrician and my OBGYN convinced me it was okay to stop. I felt betrayed by my body. So upset that I couldn't feed my son the way I'd envisioned. Uh, what was worse is I felt ashamed during those seven weeks. People would ask me how feeding was going and how I liked nursing. I often would lie because I didn't want them to just... Look, you can lie. You don't have to say... Just say fine. It's going fine. Now I probably say that I use formula to feed my babies and have no qualms about correcting people when they assume I am nursing. I tried breastfeeding again with my second, but unfortunately, same results. It's amazing that women can produce uh, breast milk and feed their babies. It's also amazing the amount of money and research that has been developed encouraging breastfeeding and empowering women. But a fed baby is best. I'm eternally grateful for the, the amazing formula that exists. I otherwise would not have been able to feed my babies. So she also said she wanted to email in case anyone out there was struggling. It can feel very isolating that you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, I lost out to so much uh, newborn... So much of the newborn stage because my oldest, uh, with my oldest because I was tethered to the pump, desperately trying to make it work. Formula's not evil. My boys are amazing, smart, hilarious, and healthy, and most important, alive and thriving because I actually was able to feed them. Best of luck as you continue the adventure and the podcast. Honey? Yes, dear. What's your plan? I'm going to try to breastfeed. Yeah? Till when? Till you decide not to? Yeah. I don't have like a set end date in mind. You like a rule. I do like a rule, but I feel... Aha! I told you, everybody, that was a trap, and she walked right into it. That baby is going to be just like me. Oh, boy. (laughs) What have I done? (laughs) This is why you wanted a girl. You have a rule and what? I would also make the girl just like me, too. Um, No, I don't have a rule. I was saying 
I would like, I should find a rule, but oh. I haven't figured out a rule. I didn't say I have a rule. Oh, you want a rule. Yeah. All right. But like you hear kind of different things. I know I don't want to breastfeed. Like, I don't want to breastfeed when the kid is like old, but I know people do Define that. old. Like over, over a year and a half. That's old? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think look, people some people breastfeed till their kids like four. I've seen people on like Doctor uh, not uh, like Phil Donahue who breastfed till they were like ten. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. All right. Um and I also don't I'm not interested in exclusively breastfeeding, which some people do. I'm happy to supplement with formula if I have to. Breastfeeding. Exclusive. Um but I don't know. I, I, I have to I think I have to do more research. On that. I would like to, you know, get a lot of answers before. Yeah. Well, I think we can read some books. I'll get you the audio I book version. I should be version. listening to books. That's what I should be doing. Yeah. You should be. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to play voicemail. I like voicemail. They're, they're, they're special to me. Okay. Dory, this is Kim from Denver. Um, I've been meaning to call about this, uh, but again, you guys brought up Matt's concern around not getting sleep with the baby. And as a mom of two, mm-hmm. um, I just want to say that there's going to be a, a small amount of time where you just don't get as much sleep and it's just unavoidable. Um, but I think that this is sort of an exaggerated aspect of parenthood, or at least it was for me. Um, and I do think that if sleep is important to you, uh, that you can start sleep training fairly early. And both of my children were sleeping through the night by 10 weeks. Um, my daughter was sleeping 11 hours at 10 weeks, and my son uh, to one up her and was sleeping that much by nine weeks. That's um, really And in early. both cases, we used uh, a sleep training method. We used a book that's called 12 Hours by 12 Weeks. Um, but Done. there's a lot of good methods out there. So I'm going to um, listen that to that book. For us, Great. But, you know. There's lots of good things out there. Um, but anyway, I just think that, um, at least in my experience, if, if getting sleep is important to you, and it was very important to me, and you make it a priority, you really don't have to spend very long waking up in the night. That being said, like I do think that, again, it has to be a priority uh, because I think that in a lot of cases there's just there's other things that are important to people um, like not having to listen to their child cry or the sort of bonding that comes from nursing in the night and things like that. And I think that I had to put, you know, those things aside because getting a good night's sleep was number one for me. Um, so anyway, I just want to say like, it doesn't have to be a very long period of time. You go without a lot of sleep if it's important to you. Look, thanks I, again for the podcast. Thank Love you it. for that recommendation. This is like a thing we should write down now. This, the, the, every time someone calls in and is like, Blah, 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 blah. And we're like, that's good. 12 hours by 12 weeks. Boom. She's writing it down, everybody. Um, I will say, like, I, I think, I also think, like, <clears throat> clearly this woman did a lot of work to get her kids to sleep by that point. But also, like, her kids took to it. I think there are some kids that just don't take to it. You know what I mean? I think like, you're making excuses. No, I well, I think it's look. If he tries to tell you he can't do it, he's lying. Honey, he's a little baby. That's the Matt Myra way. He's a little baby. 
He can do anything he puts his mind to, just like Doc Brown says. Um. All right. Kate mm-hmm. also has an email about sleep. Well, then, let's hear it. I like it. It's on topic. Way to organize it, honey. Thank you. No, no. Thank you. Oh, thanks. When my first was born, she was a terrible sleeper. I remember crying with her in the middle of the night and wondering what I'd done with my life. I began researching baby sleep like it was my job, and that's saying something, considering I'm in academia. I finally found Alexis Dubeef's blog, now called Precious Little Sleep. That's preciouslittlesleep.com. And she quite literally saved my life. My baby became a good sleeper. And when I had my twins, I followed her methods from the start and everything went so much better. My kids are now six and three and their sleep habits have long been the envy of my mom. Friends, I pass on the gospel of Alexis to all who will listen. She has since published a book also called Precious Little Sleep. Honey, I'm writing it down. Please do. Precious Little Sleep. Uh, Available on Amazon. You can also join her Facebook group. I think you both will particularly enjoy it because she bases all of her advice and techniques on sound scientific research, yet is able to write with humor and understanding, making her columns and book easily digestible for even sleep-deprived parents. If you read no other book during pregnancy, read this one. I think you can deal with other routine baby drama so much better if you've had some decent sleep. Sincerely, Kate, Mom of Three Science Babies. Kate, Mom of Three Science Babies, again, I appreciate what you've just done for us. Yes, I Hopefully. do, too. Um, and I think we need to take another quick break. All right. We'll be right back, everyone. Stay tuned. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're back. Hello again. Hope you missed us. Well, they probably didn't miss us because I assume everyone listens to the beautiful ad reads. Yeah, I know, but like, they could still miss us. Yeah, that's true. Um, honey, we got a uh, email from James. I think it's Jamie. Jamie. Do you want to read it? I don't know. Should I? Well, you weren't very good at reading that last one, so I agree. Mm, all right, I'll read it. Hi, Matt and Dory. I'm due in January, and my mother-in-law wants to take a week off work when the baby gets here and help. She has help in quotes. Mm-hmm. However, when she first asked me if she could do this, it was last year, and I was starting a pregnancy that ended in a stillbirth. Mm. I originally said yes to her help, but then that Thanksgiving, she told my husband I hated her because I didn't eat the cranberry sauce she made, especially for me, because I don't eat cranberry sauce. This is very confusing. Indeed. That same day, my husband also told me she had told my father-in-law she missed his (laughs) ex-wife. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Because they were closer. I never thought there was a problem with our relationship until I got pregnant. My husband thinks it's because she's now worried about her access to the baby. (laughs) He also feels there's no point in talking to her about how I'm feeling because she makes everything about her and is the victim. So this time around, I told her no need to take the time off because I've already asked a friend's mom to help out. But she brought up she brought it up again at lunch yesterday. We told her, let us get home and settle the baby first and we will let her know if we need anything. Mm -hmm. So my question is, should I just leave it at that? But knowing her, I'm afraid she'll try to bulldoze her way over that during that first week when I want to be comfortable and not stressed out. How do I prevent this without being a complete bitch? Thanks, Jamie. Jamie, your husband needs to step the fuck up. 
why is he leaving this all up to you? That's his mom, his crazy mom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He needs to have a conversation with her. He shouldn't be leaving this all on your on your plate. Yeah. I mean, geez. Uh, yeah, I think that that should be a pretty standard rule throughout all of marriagedom. Uh, if it's a problem with the in-law, then it's on the non-in-law component of the relationship to deal with it. Yeah. Because, uh, look, it's asking a lot of someone to be like, um, excuse me, uh, hi, I know that you're not my mother, but you're, um, uh, especially i mean not to be an armchair psychiatrist but, oh but that's what we but do that's here what i'm gonna do she sounds like she's a narcissist and nothing you do is going to fully please her i mean the fact that she told her husband that she misses your husband's ex-wife and that you know that well look i get it she was great i miss her too but i'm not gonna go around saying it like what the hell that's just that's just bonkers to me. Cuckoo bananas, as they say in the business. Yeah. So I think your husband needs to needs to intervene here. That is my advice. Yeah. Also, why are you having lunch with her? She seems not nice. She really does not seem nice. Stop having lunch with her. Yeah. Start making your husband deal with it. Yeah. All Jamie, right. keep us posted. Okie dokie. All right. Um, this is from Anonymous. In response to orgasms followed by puking, and because no one offered a better explanation, I'm sure it's caused by sudden release of oxytocin, the feel-good chemical, also crucial in childbirth, where it causes contractions and breastfeeding, where it causes a letdown after the baby stimulates the nipple. Many women report nausea while breastfeeding due to the hormone. Also, I have a question for you guys. You've mentioned many times that you plan... Uh, you got a plan in place if your latest transfer didn't work. I'm not sure you ever told us what that would have been. Maybe it's private, but if not, I'm sure others are curious too. We definitely uh, I talked think we about talked this. about it, but we'll say it again. We were we were we were heading uh, to a clinic in Colorado called CCRM. Uh, we're gonna change. Uh, we're gonna get a change of scenery and a change of medical team, and uh, we're gonna cough up a lot more money. Yep. So that was our plan. Yeah. I don't know what our plan beyond that was. We would have probably figured that out later. Well, my sister had offered to be an egg donor. Yep. That was in the in some of the cards. Yeah. Seemed so. to not be the egg ever, though. Well, we don't know that. Me but, know that. You know. Never good enough. That's oh, me. Oh, boy. Here we go. Speaking of always being the victim. Look. Uh, I miss my ex-wife. <gasps> How dare you? Um. All right, there you go. That's that's. Uh, and thank you for the, science, the for the, the science oxytocin of that and uh, info. We got some news uh, from Pennsylvania. Yep, this is from Laura in Pennsylvania. It's been a while since I've emailed or called in. I was the one struggling with weight loss. The last time I emailed, oh, yeah. I was struggling with soda after gastric bypass, and right. by discovering Propel water, soda, and even my diet tea addiction had been obliterated. <laughs> I wanted to send you this email because it is Hanukkah and y'all were on my mind. It's uh-huh. nice to know next year there will be a tiny baby. It probably won't be that tiny. Oh, yeah, I bet it won't be. No. 
I can't speak for other listeners, but I cried when you announced the news. If he ever feels the world doesn't care, remind him that a lady from Pennsylvania cried knowing he'd be a part of this world. Oh. Matt suggested DDP yoga to me. Unfortunately, I wasn't getting much from it. Instead of getting discouraged, it led me to seek out swimming and weight training. Nice. If there's one thing I take away from your podcast, it's persistence. Even though a major portion was emotional and draining, you both never stop trying and find ways to improve your role models to more than just the IVF world. Thank you, Laura. Oh, Laura, thank you. Laura gets me. Always Laura. trying to improve. Laura gets you. Trying to do whatever it is that she needs. And she just you know, she wanted to tell me. Oh boy. All right. Well, we've reached the <laughs> we've reached the Disney portion of the podcast. Uh, we seem to get a lot of Disney uh talk about uh, weekly. Yeah. Uh, if this was a different podcast, I'd have a jingle made for this. I'd call it like the Disney beat mm. or the, uh, you know, I bet the mm, music that what we call it the Disney download. I bet the music that Disney food blog uses is, uh, open. Like what are the, what is it called? Open source or, uh, CR copyright free. Yeah. Maybe we could get that music. Uh, if I wanted to look for it, I would. <laughs> um, well, first, I'm going to play a voicemail. Okay. Hello, Matt, Dory, and Bo. This is Kathy Ring uh, calling from Chanhassen, Minnesota. You read my email on your podcast a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Really made my husband's day, Matt, by giving him a shout-out. His name is Andy. <laughs> uh, I'm calling because uh, I was a little disappointed, Matt, in your recommendations on this week's podcast for Disney. Um, you totally oh, no. completely left out Toy Story Land, which is brand new. Oh, I haven't been. And obviously, besides Flight of Passage, which is the name of the um, Banshee ride at Animal Kingdom. There we go. That's what it you is. You completely left off Slinky Dog Coaster, which is one of the... Also, I haven't read it. It's, a, it's right at now. the new Toy so Story Land. definitely needs to make sure that they get a fast pass for Slinky Dog Coasters. Um, they also have the flying... Foster Alien Ride, but I know that's super similar to uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree Ride in yep. Disney's California Adventure. So that's true. They could potentially skip that one, but those are both very hot rides, too. So a little disappointed that you forgot about those, Matt. I did. Um, I truly did. thought you were a true Disney fan. I completely forgot uh, about Toy Story. Let me apologize by saying that, of course, you're excited to take you to avoid a Disney World, too. I didn't mean to leave you out. Um, anyways... Um, just want to say really love the podcast. Love you guys. Congratulations. And uh, wishing you guys the best um, from your 20-week scan and for the rest of the pregnancy. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's on me. I really completely forgot about Toy Story Land existing because it didn't the last time we were there. Mm. Um, new land. Uh, you know, will I be at Disney between now and before the pregnancy? I don't really see a time when I will. Well, we're going to be at Disneyland, not Disney World. <sighs> God, I keep forgetting. We'll, I mean, look, at the very least, we'll have to have a full report for all these Disney heads out yep. here. Disney, Disney maniacs, Disney Anna. I don't know. Whatever. Let's all talk right. more Disney. Well, we got three emails from Lisa. Yes, Lisa. All right. She says, this is Lisa emailing from Baton Rouge, previously calling from Baton Rouge. I'd asked for recommendations on how to spend time at Disney World on an upcoming trip. 
Yeah, Matt had asked true. where we're staying. So many questions. And how long we'll be there. We'll be at the Doubletree by Hilton Hotel at the entrance to Universal Orlando. Oh, nice. Okay. So that'll be, you know, conveniently located for Universal. I like that. We're doing two days at Disney and then two days at Universal. Interesting. We'll be there the week before the Christmas holiday. Okay. So hopefully you'll get it uh, not so crazy. However, mm. Chef Mickey's doesn't have any openings. <gasps> What the hell? I know. I got a reservation at La Cellier. Ooh, enjoy that delicious steak. Which brown derby did Dory reference? The Hollywood Brown Derby or the Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge? Uh-huh. The Hollywood Brown Derby, not the lounge. Uh, the Hollywood Brown Derby and the lounge are attached to each other, and the Brown Derby is the main restaurant. That's what yeah. you want, yeah. I've heard good things about Cinderella's Royal Table. Thoughts? Uh, I've never eaten at Cinderella's Royal Table. We ate at the Beauty and the Beast one. We did, yeah. Be our guest. Be our guest. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've heard good things about it, but I've never. That's a, that's a hard one to get to. All right. Then she sent an update. Mm-hmm. Is Chef Mickey's only worth going to for breakfast or brunch? I got us a dinner reservation, but I'm generally lukewarm on buffets. I get the idea of being lukewarm on buffets, but there's such a turnaround around there. As far that's as true. The food coming out, it's just so fresh compared to literally everything else you'll eat. Um that it quite possibly would be worth it. Let me tell you right now, the buffet at, um, what's it called? The Crystal, pa- Crystal Plaza Palace? Uh, it's to the left when you're walking down the end of Main Street. It's to the left, and it's the Winnie the Pooh characters uh, buffet. Let me tell you right now. That is some awful food. Okay, I'm really glad you... I was like, is where is he going frankly, with this? Because I thought that, that buffet is was disgusting. Frankly, some of the worst food you'll ever have in your life. I mean, it's great to get your photos with Eeyore and Tigger and Winnie the Pooh and, you know, Piglet. Uh, I've never seen the owl come out. Anyway, um, but the food there is... It's atrocious. It's 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 uh, the only equivalent I can think of in Las Vegas is the buffet at Circus Circus. Ew. So, um, uh, Chef Mickey's... Uh, our breakfast there we thought was 9,000 times better than that. True. Um, and she also got a lunch reservation at the Hollywood Brown Derby. Oh, nice. Enjoy your lunch there. Get the grapefruit uh, cake. Yeah, it's good. If, it, if it's still All right. And then her final email. Don't. It's not clogging our inbox. Don't worry. She says, we have park hopper passes and are planning on doing Magic Kingdom the first day. Perfect. That's the one you're going to need a full day for. I think you did that correctly. Yeah. She's... um. I think she's going to have a good time. I like a full report back. Um, all right. And we have one last voicemail. Okie dokie. Hey, guys. This is Narantha. Super long time listener. First time caller Oh, Narantha Balagopal. I just wanted oh, to nice. call in because I heard Matt talking about his Red Dead Redemption 2 story on the podcast the last few weeks. Um, I've been watching my boyfriend play recently. And we discovered that you can take your cowboy to get a bath in in the game. Um, so I tested my boyfriend until he let his character take a bath, um, and he yelled back at me, "This is all um, you're just making me do this all because you've been listening to too much Forever 35," um, which is probably true, but. Um, just some self-care tips for Arthur Morgan, your cowboy, um, uh-huh. can take a bath 
in any of the hotels, and it's actually a really relaxing part of the game. I agree. Um, so I just wanted to drop that in. Um, love you guys. Thanks for the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I'll hear you guys next week. Look. I, I, love, I love that she I left that voicemail. I fully bathe Arthur Morgan all the time. And I don't let him go more than three, four nights without, without getting a bath. Wow. I usually go, I like the hotel in Valentine. That's the one I usually take him to. Okay. Out in Rhodes. Sometimes if I'm far out in the uh, wilds of uh, the West, I will uh, just hit a river. Sure. Um, but uh, I also, here, here's another tip. You, you think you want to go for the deluxe bath, right? Where the lady comes in and, and bathes you. But it takes more time. Just get, you just, you just want to get the bath over with. Mm. You want to build a stamina, which is what the getting a bath does, keeps you healthy. Um, yeah, that's my advice there. Great. But I love, I love it. Yeah. Also, uh, every few days I'll take Pepper in to the stable and, uh, Pepper two, I think you mean. Pepper two into the stable and get him a nice, uh, horse care package. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Self care for everyone. Self care for Pepper two. Self care for Salty. Salty, I've restabled. Okay. Uh, back on Pepper two. Yeah, it's a good time. All right. Well, it's a great game. That brings us to. Let me also enjoy that game uh, because I know that when the baby's here, I don't get game times. Because, look, I'm aware of these things, guys. I'm going to try my best. But right now, get off my back, internet. Uh, reminder, you can support us. Oh, by the way, thank you everybody for writing in and calling in. Uh, we appreciate it. The podcast exists, uh, mainly because you guys still keep asking questions. Yeah. Uh, you can support us on Patreon and get two bonus episodes a month. Those are sometimes a lot of fun. You can also, you can ask us anything on those episodes. Literally and, anything. And people do. People ask me many things. Like someone asked me to run down different titles uh in a in a, in a on a show when they watch the credits like what the hell those people do and i said well here's what the hair here's what that is um so you know if that's not appealing to you uh, then ask us something else i'll answer it uh go to patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure uh and this is a big old thank you to all of those supporters if you support us at the five dollar level or above you're going to get your name read on the podcast each month, and you'll get the back catalog. So if you're curious as to what an executive story editor does, when you go out the back episodes, go for it. Thank you to all of our new supporters. Uh, you're going to get read. Uh, you're going to get read. Your names will get read next month. Uh, for everyone who uh, supported us in uh, November, here we go. Hoot and Waddle. Jack Woodyard. James Feigl. James Gilly. Jane Callahan. Jennifer Sika. Jennifer Floyd. Jennifer Steele. Jess Branch. Jesse Hendricks. Jolene Sigler. Julie Phillips. Kane McCall. Kate Dweese. Dwee. 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 Catherine Shimmons. Katie Regan. Katie Tavi. 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 Katie Lucy. Kelly. Kelly Zimmerman. Kelsey Kinneman. Carrie Mills. Kim Mestra. Kim Thompson. Kimberly Kim. Kimberly <laughs> Shepard. Kristen Anderson. Christopher Fonagy. Kim Storms. Laura Dodge. Laura Rose Bloom, Rosenbloom. Lauren Luther. You know, uh, Laura, there was a Rosenblooms uh, in uh, Lowell. I believe it's still there. It was like uh, our tiny version of Party City. 
You go in there and buy uh, party supplies. Uh, Lauren Nykvist. Leah Steinberg. Uh, Leslie Shoup. Lettuce Sparkle. <laughs> Lex Conant. Liesel. Uh, Lindsay Earls. Linnea Funsel. Lisa in West Virginia. Lori Leeming. Luke Evers. Amanda Johnson. Margaret Metcalf. Margie Oakley. Marie Morgan. Marika. Marjorie Sorensen. Martin Hedegaard Peterson. Mary B. Mary Brasick. Maud Tremblay. Mackenzie Erickson. Megan. Megan Frank. Megan Kosowitz. Megan Sherbanu. Megan Drury. Megana Prasad. Melinda Phelps. Melissa March Quinn. Michael and Stephanie Garrier. Michelle Kitzmiller. Mike Kim and Leo. Monica Bold. Ma- Mariah C. Adamick. Mr. Bundy. Jason King. <laughs> Uh, Nicole Pande, Nicola Skidmore, uh, Nikki Bossert, Nina Berg Christensen, uh, Narantha Balagopal, oh, mm-hmm. Paula, QN, Rachel Bannon, Rachel Lander, Rachel Dylan Snyder, Rachel Downey, Rachel Kuzma, Robert Olson, Robin Vale, Sabrina Stern, Sandra Mahler, and Sarah Prager. Thank you all so very much. We couldn't do this podcast without you. True. And uh, yeah, we'll. Talk to you next week. I'm sure I'll have some more rules by then. Uh, You know, if if she does, I'll try to follow them. No big deal. What? I'm Mm. great. Okay. (laughs) You are welcome to dispute anything. Bye, everyone. All right, bye. (laughs) 